gonna use my regular voice tonight. Poor, poor Timber. No, you use your regular. You know, you use your normal. Hey, girl. One. No, that's the shit I'm talking about right there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll go back and forth. Poor Timber was uh. We're riding in the car and I, I let's get phone calls after phone calls after phone calls. I'm like, and he just sitting there and he's like, and I say shit, what? <laughs> that silence, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, into the awkward <laughs> silence, and you're like, looking out the window. Mm. How many? Calls well, I got while well, I got the AirPods in, so he's constantly like, <laughs> he doesn't know if I'm so talking I'm to myself. I got mud on my shoes, like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> just wipe my shoes off right here. He ain't gonna talk. All right, anyways, okay, whatever. Welcome to another episode of Let's Discuss It podcast. We're sitting here with Timothy Winnington. Can I say your full name? That's it, well, right? Of course, I don't give a. All right, well, Timothy Whittington, I'll say that. Timber, damn. Timber, thank you for coming in, dude. Good, You're man. welcome. So we want to bring you in because we received a lot. Well, I'm not gonna say a lot, but we received some backlash on some of the comments that we made about, um, not about really anything specific, just about the PDA on, you know, same sex or you well, know. What is? How do you look at that? I know we talked about it earlier, but just to enlighten. Okay, so which what what part do you want to know? How do you? How do you perceive is inappropriate for my version of PDA? Now we tried to comp- bring couples of the same sex being out in public. How would you? How does that? My okay. So this is my opinion. I won't. I won't chalk it down to the same sex couples. Okay. I would chalk Period, it up to just, yeah, just yeah. over, just completely overall. Everybody. My version of PDA is holding hands and stuff. It's it's okay. You know, if you want to give each other a kiss on cheek, kiss on mouth, that that's okay. That's appropriate. What I find inappropriate is groping, overdoing any kind of uh, sexual actions towards each other, and what I would think of when I think of seeking attention. That's a good word for it. I didn't want to say, <laughs> but yeah, that that's an amazing word or amazing yeah. phrase for it. But yeah, that's what I think of when I think of PDA. Now, in the last podcast, I didn't start off by saying that. I just say I just said straight PDA. Okay. That's where I caught the backlash. Okay. That's where it came out the gate where I went 15 straight minutes on, we, you know, me and Ant mm-hmm. went 15 straight minutes on talking about it. That's my version of it. Okay. Now you, how long have you been openly gay? I have been openly gay since I was 23, but I knew when I was 14. How did you know when you were 14? How do you need to like pussy? <laughs> I guess I was attracted to girls. <laughs> well, that's what happened. I looked at the so, guy. So, so tell like, me that. Okay, so tell me this though. When you grow up those first fourteen years, right, and you don't really become attracted, or you don't really think about it, because everybody no, because uh, you know, back then, you know, you didn't really do stuff like that till you were like in your late teens or early twenties. You right. know, compared to the steroids and the chicken now are making these little people start humping when they're twelve. <laughs> you know, we were still playing with our Spider-Man dolls and stuff like that, or G.I. Joes. We just didn't start that early. But when right. I hit puberty, that's when, you know, I realized that I didn't like the same things that my other male friends liked. As far right. as females, I was more attracted to guys. So, what, all right, so... um about what year, around the year in the time frame, where you think, what did you say you learned about when you said you were 14? Yes. About what, about what year? I mean, if that's okay to ask. Okay, you know how old I am? I can't remember that far back. <laughs> <laughs> but just in, like, in the time frame, like, it wasn't as acceptable, right? Okay, I was in high school. In the, oh, the homosexual thing? Oh, yeah. no. It was not acceptable. It just, so we didn't have media or nothing back then, so it just was not talked about. People assumed mm-hmm. Because I was always kind of prissy, yeah. um, skinny, 
Um, so everybody already just automatically assumed I was gay, and I was being called gay before I even knew I was gay. Okay. Because I've been called a faggot, and I've been called gay. But I got called more back then right. than I have, you know, since I've come out. Mm-hmm. But, and I think that's why I prefer to be honest when I meet new people to a degree. Right. Because it does leave that door open. So if you meet somebody and, you know, I try to be respectful. I'm not just going to flump, you know, let you know right off the bat that I'm gay. Like, give me, an, that, give me an example of that, though. Has anybody ever said that to you when they introduced you to somebody? Oh, Yeah. So when it go? got really big in the 90s to have a gay friend, mm-hmm. that's how I got introduced. You know, this is my gay friend, Timber. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, you're not going to say, look, you know, Blunt this is honesty. my meth head buddy. You know, yeah. you don't want to put that in there. That. Yeah, this is my bulimia friend, yeah, Sarah. You, why would you do that? You know, that's my business. Why would you tell, you know, somebody else about that? You know, I don't say, you know. But you weren't obvious when you got older no. and realized that. it was Now, when I come out... Um, I mean, you talked about this earlier. When I come out, the only gay people that I had actually seen was on TV. Right. And they were, like, extremely feminine. So I thought... Like the flamboyancy? Yes. Okay. So I thought that's how I was supposed to act. So I went through the whole Daisy Duke thing and, you know, wearing the tight shirts and the whole club phase. And then I just realized, you know, that's... You're making yourself look like somebody you're not. Yes, you're gay, but you don't have to act that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just like stereotyping. Just because you see somebody in saggy pants, that doesn't automatically mean they're a thug. That's just how they like to dress. Right. Or because you see somebody and they've got the dark mascara, the dark hair, the emo look, that doesn't mean they're a devil worshiper. It just means they're just kind of a dark person. Yeah. You know, they've got issues. You don't walk in somebody else's shoes, so you don't know exactly what they're going why through. Do, why, do they, why do they act out in how they dress? Like, because I've seen... Uh, Wait, are you going to emo or... No, just like in, just in general. Like, gay like gay people, I, that rolls off my tongue wrong, but you know yes. what I mean. Yeah. Like, they dress... Some of the guys dress way better than I do, and I wish I had their fashion. But why do they dress with, like, you know, the, like the fishnet stuff and, like, the colorful hair? Like, why do they make it so obvious when it's they could just... a fad... Pretty much, because if you notice, it changes. But do you mean, is it like a phase? Is it like yes. phases of, of like because styles? You think about when styles change, who do you usually look at? Yeah, what's popular? Yeah, what's popular? And most gay people try to keep up with that, especially like guys that are hairstylists. Uh-huh. They know what's popping. Yeah. So that's and that's usually why straight people hang out with more gay people mm-hmm. because that's how you gonna know what's going on. Okay, because I, I never really figured that because. I would think that they would hurt. Because you remember the, when guys started dressing preppy, yeah, and popping the collars, then everybody, Jay. oh, everybody's gay now. Jay, well, Jay, Jay yeah. popped the collar back in high school. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. When people when started dressing really brother? preppy and spiking yeah. their hair, he had double collar. He had yeah. two polo shirts no, and he I popped didn't. the collar. You want to bring out your driver's license from <laughs> back then? But but see that that's the thing that irks me. Like and going back to being respectful, and they're, they're, like a lot of them are respectful because they dress really good mm-hmm. sophisticated at most khakis button-ups tucked everything i'm talking about guys i'm not yeah. talking about girls yeah but like some of them just dress like they're obvious and like it kind of does it seem like it's a bad it's giving gay people a bad like look from them kind of people is it think any it's think? almost like expressing yourself and seeking attention are two different things now just my opinion this is just me something that 
I would think would be an attention getter is when they do it and when they get around certain people, they act out. Yeah. It's like they're trying to make you look, you know, look at me, I'm gay. Look at me, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being their self and living within themselves. But when they do it to the point, it's kind of like a female when they're young and they're insecure. So what do they do in order to get guys' attention? They start acting ditzy or they act out because they're wanting your attention so bad. So they do anything they can to get that attention. And, of course, it's not always the best attention Mm -hmm. they're looking for. And it's kind of the same situation. That Usually people are more or less, I want to stay away from you instead of, hey, you're kind of cool. Yeah. But, no, it's more of, okay, I feel like you're trying to force this down my throat. It's almost like you can't give – Two first impressions. They see you as what they see you as first. Well, now, I disagree with that. How? To me, everybody needs a second chance. Because it's like dating. The person you meet dating is not the person you end up staying with. Well, everybody's on their best behavior when they start yes. to meet somebody, yeah. You're, I mean, you smell good every time. You don't fart. Your breath is on cue. <laughs> but once you get broke in, you're like, I don't get a comfortable. Crap. Yeah, you know, don't kiss me. You got onion breath. You know, but... So, and it's right. that way. It's a comfort, comfort zone. <clears throat> I don't want to stray away from this. So let, let yes. from from the actual point that we we're going to okay. try to make. When I first met you, mm. I was sixteen. Yeah, I met you. You were at. You, we hung out with a lot of with, with the same group of people. Crockett County. <laughs> oh Lord. Um. So when I met you, I hung out with you for a few hours. Mm-hmm. You were scared you, of me at for actually because I was working out back. Yeah, then. you were actually built. So. Yeah. Um. I think a couple hours later, it, I was still there, kicking yeah. it, kicking it, kicking it, and we were just we were just outside talking. I didn't ask you no questions. Yeah. Actually, you were a little bit of intimate. You were a little intimidating to me because you had a hat really low, <laughs> and, and you said, and you out of nowhere said, "Hey, I just want to let you know that I'm gay." Yeah, honest, mm-hmm. and, but it was between me and you. Yeah. It wasn't in front of people. Yeah. It wasn't to, to make sit, you feel awkward. To make me feel like awkward, that. but you gave me because I knew the you were going to be around. Cause yeah, I've seen you before. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You gave me the heads up because you felt it was respectful, mm-hmm. but you did it in such a respectful manner. Yeah. When you think of people who act flamboyant and you think of people who act out the way you that we, we discussed earlier, mm-hmm. do you feel like, all right, so remember when we said that when people do that, it's almost like a little bit of a rebellion depending on what they're dealing with, right? Yes. So when you, when you have a young teenager who has come out and wants to express herself or himself, uh, you know, to be openly gay. Mm-hmm. The first thing they come to is, well, if they're not going to accept me, I'm just going to act out even more. Well, right? see, that usually goes back to, I hate to even bring this up, but religious background. Yeah. Because they've probably been bashed by their parents. They've probably been bashed by their whole family. Um, they probably got cousins. They won't have anything to do with them. And it, it makes them really insecure. Because, you know, a lot of young kids have committed suicide because when they come out, they've lost their whole family. Right. So I understand to a degree, it's um, a lot of it's insecurity, and they really just want to be loved, and but they don't know how to express that, and they kind of overdo it. Okay. You know, they want you to like them, but they don't know how to make you understand. You know, it's cool. I'm not going to bother you, but they tend to overdo it. Right. I mean, I've I've been there. I've I can understand. Well, I me, well, me myself, I've seen how people carry themselves who are mm-hmm. in relation, same-sex relationships, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of them, to progress in this culture that we're living in, right? Yeah. The flamboyancy just makes it worse, in my opinion. Well, you got to think. I know heterosexual men that are extremely effeminate. 
Yeah. And they've been accused yeah. of being yeah. gay, but they're not gay. They're actually married and got kids. Absolutely. But I can understand when it gets to the point of being annoying. But like I said, it goes back to the female that's like so hard up for attention. You know, she's all over every guy that comes by her because she's starving for attention. Right. And that's what it boils back to. There's something going on with them. Yeah, it could be annoying and it can make you feel uncomfortable. But maybe that's when you should go, hey, you know, you're cool. You know, you don't have to do all that. You know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be cool with you. You know, it's kind of break the ice. But that's what all they're trying to do is get you to say, you know, I'm just like you. You know, yeah, I'm gay. And I have a little different way of showing it. Mm-hmm. But that's all I'm really wanting is acceptance. Well, explain to me the difference between low-key same-sex couples and the more attention-seeking. Atten- kind of attention-seeking, as, as you would say. You can usually tell. Two guys or two women that are confident in their own skin, it's obvious. It's just like when you get a heterosexual couple and you can tell they're confident in their relationship and they're confident in their surroundings. You can just tell because it's not so much of stuff being pushed in your face. They can come up to you and have a decent conversation and doesn't fly off about what they were doing in their bedroom because to me that's – where it should have been left was in the bedroom. Right. Uh, me and you talked about something earlier about the public display of affection. Yeah. I understand what you're saying on that because I agree with that. Because um, I don't like, because I've always gone to gay bars, raves, and I've been to a lot more straight clubs. And to me, it was so disrespectful because I would watch girls again seeking attention, and they would just let these guys rub all over them on the dance floor, to me, that is seeking attention. So, no, if you're at Walmart, no, that's not acceptable. I mean, like you said, a little peck. I can understand, you know, a little tap on the hand or something. But don't be up in here rubbing each other down trying to make a baby in the middle of Walmart. <laughs> you know, even if you're gay or lesbian, don't be trying to make babies. My whole point was, this is where a lot of, a lot of it was misconstrued, and this is my lack of context. Mm-hmm. I started out saying well, I don't like the PDA in general. I don't care what like. Cause probably my, what but my, was understood is they thought you were just aiming it at gay people. That probably you didn't well, want to see that shit, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> you no. know, that's how most straight guys, straight guys no. say, "I don't want to see that shit." I don't want to see but that. But that's anybody, not the way though. you meant it. Yes, I, yeah. okay, I don't want to see. You but go. you've known me for fifteen years. Yes. Have I ever been? No. Ever. Like, you haven't never. smiled till you just now got with this girl. You used to take <laughs> oh, them nineteen forties pictures. Oh no! He couldn't smile for nothing. It wasn't, but you know what it was. Well, my lack of context it really put it to where I was very biased. Is that right? I mean, yeah. that's <clears throat> that's a fair thing to say. And it, but it was because I didn't explain myself thoroughly. Because yeah, I, ju- I I jumped into that conversation by saying, "What do you think about when people say something about having gay friends?" I have a bunch of gay friends. Mm-hmm. You being one of my mm-hmm. friends who's been open and gay since day one, 15 years ago. And I've never shown it. Like I've said, I think people should love who they want. I don't believe the government should ever be in anyone's marriage. Yeah, church needs to stay with church. Everybody, just mind your own damn business. That's how I look (laughs) at it. Stay in your own lane. Well, the whole thing with the religion is, since you've known me, I've gone to churches, right? I've gone to... I was Pentecostal for many years. Yeah, but even then, it was like, since you've known me, like, I've Mm -hmm. gone to many churches... You've understood my stance, right? Yes. Like, I love you as a brother. I, I think a lot of you, and you think a lot of me. Mm-hmm. I do think that it, you have the right to love who you want, 
be with who you want. That's up to you. Mm -hmm. But my stance on it alone was I was always raised that this wasn't acceptable or this wasn't right. Mm -hmm. But that's my opinion. That's the way I was raised. Yeah. 31 yeah, but years. I was raised that way too, though. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But when you when you came out as openly gay. Yeah. But you got to remember, I've went through two suicide attempts too, though. Absolutely. Because and, of and, that. and it's because of the stuff yeah. that you dealt with because yes. it wasn't, it just wasn't acceptable. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. And that's what I was trying to say. It wasn't acceptable back then. Like I was asking Missy, how much uh, younger are you than me? Oh, she's, you know, she's three years. Yeah. Between those three years, the acceptance rate on all this has up dramatically because the culture's changing, right? Well, you have to stop and think. You know, if there were a period of time there in Crockett County, how many girls were pregnant in school? Absolutely. Is that okay? No. Everybody had to accept no. that, though, didn't they? I don't believe that. No, you don't understand what I said. No, 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 no you're right. You're, yeah. you're right. Okay. So let, let's jump into the conversation we had earlier that we didn't get to finish. Yeah. A sin is a sin. Yes. Right. I don't believe being a homosexual is any different than being an adulterer, an adulterer a yeah. thief, a killer, fornicator, a fornicator. None, a sin is a sin. Yes. I'm not saying. Look, I have pre I've had premarital mm -hmm. sex. We all what, because look, <laughs> but listen, I, I've had I've had three. I have to, I have three kids out of wedlock. Yeah, I've been married once. Yeah, I've had you know. But you're that, a good dad. That's, so a, absolutely, you're doing your but, job. But in but in the raw height of it, I'm still sinning. Every day, the, every day I cuss. I still Anybody sin. that says they're not sinning, they're sinning. Absolutely, they're but yeah. my thing is, I don't think homosexuality is any bigger than any sin. Mm -mm. It's all a flat rate. Like yeah. they're all equally bad. Yeah, I was raised for thirty-one years that homosexuality wasn't acceptable. Yeah, and it's because I was Southern rooted rated. I mean, you you can't. It's I can't change how I think right now. I can accept what's what it is. But I can't change how I think because it's, I mean I can just be more understanding to and, and empathize with the well with, it's kind the, of programming, is it though? Yeah, it's a programming because you listen. This is, was my problem when I was in church before I become non-denominational. I would sit there and listen to that preacher preach about homosexuality, uh -huh. about homosexuals going to hell. That was the first time I tried to kill myself because I felt. I was going to hell because to God, of who right. I was. Right. But then I'd watch these young people getting pregnant outside of marriage. Yep. I knew one lady, biggest Christian in the church. She was on her seventh husband. So that's where I got to like, well, it's if it's okay for you to break every scripture in the Bible, but then you're going to come to me and quote Leviticus to me. <laughs> Tell that's on. like their go-to. That's scripture. your go-to scripture, but yet you're over here. No one's denying you a cake. How many <laughs> cakes you done had? No one's denying you ice cream. How many balloons you done had? How many uh, baby showers you done had with no daddy? Try to figure out who the daddy is. But don't you? But don't you think that's real sad to, to, it th is to sad, think that but the people those are acceptable and tolerated sins. No one's gonna line up at a respectable business and say. We demand that heterosexuals not be fornicators. Yeah. We demand that y'all cannot be adulterers. That's never going to happen. Okay. Granted, but they that, will that's say, a, that's a good point. We're not going to give you a cake because you're a queer. You know, that's not fair. Yeah. I see what you're And that's, that's the thing. You, 
when you get it because you're raised uh, through church, right? Yes. What you said. So and yeah. and it's it's weird because like they're the ones that some of them, not all. I'm not gonna put all of them in there. Some yeah. church members will point fingers at oh, yeah. at the sin, but yet behind the door, behind the doors, they, they, it's worse. either well, you know, watching porn and stuff like that yeah. is is sort of like a Lust, sin, right? yeah. lusting. Yeah. So like, and that's the thing. Like, you can't judge people. Be- and you cannot get judged yourself. And sometimes when you go into that, they don't want. They're like, "Oh well, you know, I'm saved." Well, still, you st- if, if you're, you're still saved, doing your thing, you no. can still sin every single day. I have day. a good point. <clears throat> okay, and I actually got in the conversation with a lady on this, and she was telling me that you cannot be homosexual and go to heaven. I said, "Why?" She said, "Because the Bible says that homosexuality is an abomination." And I was like, well, apparently you haven't read the whole Bible because calling somebody a fool is also an abomination. And you're not supposed to call somebody a liar. That's also an abomination. So you need to think about stuff like that. And then there's another issue with adultery. The Bible states if you're married and you divorce and that other partner is still living, you are living in adultery. And they said, well, no, that's different because you asked for forgiveness. I said, okay, so what you're telling me is if I marry a guy, go to church and get saved, I can stay with him because I'm saved. No, that's different because you're living in homosexuality. Okay, you're living in adultery. Mm. That's the thing. That, and I bring up a point. I can't rebuttal you. And so how many Christians do you know that's living in adultery? Okay, because the Bible does not say, going, "Oh, we're, you're forgiven." Okay, <laughs> no. but they're saying if you were all right. Let's think about it like this: you, you, you realize you're you're homosexual. Yeah. You repent. Every you you make the 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 notion to repent, repent every day, ask God to forgive you, mm-hmm. but you have no intention on changing. Leaders, the doors were exactly. Yeah. So where do you go from there? The same place you went. I'm gonna stay with my man. <laughs> So what I'm saying, like, how do you mentally handle what you were raised to believe in? Because I know your mother and you know your dad. Mm-hmm. They are, I could not have found two more respectable Now, if I found the people. love my mom and daddy had, it oh, would be a wrap. I remember the stories of what you put them through. Yeah. Because of Come on, Tim. Yes. What'd you put them through? No, man? bro. Oh, no, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> yes, the stories. Whole, the, the stories that Tim can parents, tell you. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> your parents. Very good parents. Do, from the era that your parents were raised in to what they're seeing now. Yeah. They may not accept it, but you're their kid. Yeah, that's how you. they look at me, you know. I mean, it took a bad car wreck to make them, you know, to me, to almost lose my life before they realized, you know, hey, this is my child. You know, I've got to love him regardless because, yeah. you know, your mom is your best friend to a lot of people, and that's who Absolutely. I go to. She's my lighthouse. So <laughs> regardless of, of what I do or who I am, you know, I can understand if I was out here doing drugs, you know, just something that was actually going to take my life, or if I'm doing something around you that was going to hurt you or bringing crap up into your house, you know, drugs. Yeah, I can understand you being like, I, I don't want you around me, but just because I'm gay. What am I hurting? Has anybody ever come to you today and be like, I can't be friends with you because you're gay? Oh, yeah, that's happened. And what do you say back? Like, whatever? Like, that's the thing. I want to know what goes into somebody's head. I've known Tim for 15 years. Tim is the most soft-hearted, stubborn person. Yeah. Because he will tell you that he doesn't care, but it bothers him. Because you are generally a good person. Yeah. I've seen you do great things for people. 
you actually got me a job that I was at for almost four years mm-hmm. because you were looking out for me because you yeah. were my friend. Yeah. And people don't understand there's a lot of stuff that you do behind the scenes to help people, yeah. but yet they will come to you and tell you that they don't want to be friends with you because of your sexual yeah. preference. And I always yeah. thought that was wrong. Yeah. How did you feel about that with the uh, answer to his question? Well, it's hard, especially like, let me give a good example. This was years ago. I was real good friends with this guy, and of course I was living the double life. Well, they're, of course you know girls, they always kind of figure out. I don't know how, but they've got gaydar. <laughs> but um, it was actually my buddy's girlfriend's mom that figured it out. But instead of her coming to me and discussing it, she goes and tells my best guy friend, hey, did you know Tim was gay? Okay, I've, you know, we spent the night just like you spent the night in my apartment. Absolutely. But we slept in the same bed. So when he finds this out, he's like, he's gay. You know, he slept in my bed. Okay, so the fuck what? You know, did we do anything? You, yeah, exactly. Did I hit on you? No. No. You didn't even know when I left the next day. I'll tell you what, you, you live in that, are you talking about that two-bedroom apartment? No, Bro? this was way before that. I'm yeah. talking about when, oh, yeah, when, when you yeah, spent yeah. the night. Yeah. Okay, so we were really close friends. Mm-hmm. We used to go, to, we, we we have a connection of watching movies. Like we yes, are into movies, older movies. Yes. So when I was younger and we were hanging around the same group of people, yeah, when I used to go visit you, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, you know, it would be midnight or whatever. Yeah. You always were so on, on on the real. You were always so respectful. Uh, respectful that you always had you you had a spare bedroom, yeah. so you would always have yeah. it made up. You know everything, and like that's what people don't understand. Like not everybody is out to inappropriate. Get you. Yeah, yeah, inappropriate. So, and there's some of these dudes. I mean, for real, you really think a gay dude wants your ass? No. <laughs> I've seen these gay dudes. Oh, what about bro. the people uh, you can't really say, but how many stories have you told me of people that live in Crockett County that are on the down low that you know, that Crockett, I know? Crockett you, County. You came and told me you're like, oh. Crockett County. Oh, man. Crockett. I'm, Haywood. The dude, to the world. Dude, he, with the names that he told me, I was like, wow. Yeah. I never, I grew what, up with them. What is worse, being low key or being just openly? Okay. Like, like, and is it good? That's a good question. And is it good to like, and and what, like, what are the pros and cons for that? Like, eventually they're gonna find out, you know. So I like, think my part, I have trust issues and relationship issues. <clears throat> so it works better for me with the down low people because I don't have to put up with them after the fact. <laughs> Just to so, act and buy. So is yeah. it like a hit and quit? Well, it's like yeah. <laughs> well, that's you know the hit, the saying hit and quit. It. Yeah. McDonald's okay. come and go. You know. Uh, <laughs> but as far as the guys are on the DL, I talked about this. I don't think they're gay or bisexual. I think they're just whores. Some guys can fuck a watermelon. You've, you've said that. Yeah. For fifteen, they're years. not gay that's or bisexual. That's interesting, bi. right there. They're just. And it's usually the ones that's going around, fuck it, this, fuck it, that. And you're like, dude, there's a hole right here. You'd fuck it. That's like, <laughs> that's like, uh, you ever seen Glee? Yes. So you know, you know the the one of the bullies. He turned out to being gay, right? Yes. He want yeah. he would, t- but he well, was Kurt, the one. All, right? Yeah. I don't know. His no, name. no, no. The Kurt was the gay kid. Well, he was the one that would always bully him and be like, oh, you know, you queer and stuff. But it turned out to be him. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. I just thought about that right now. So how do you deal with you being uh, finding out at 14 when you hit puberty that you? We're into guys, mm-hmm. and then you openly came out. What twenty? When I was twenty three. How do you? How were you able to deal with your homosexuality at that time? Like, how did you actually? I mean, listen. I know you. I know you. You're, guys, you're a very. You're, you're a very reclusive person. Yeah. How did you deal with it mentally, though? Because you do tend to overthink a lot. 
for your I own. I mean, group. it was hard because you know, you know, deep down inside of everybody, they do want a relationship. Mm-hmm. Of course, as I'm getting older, but it's just so hard. People are not like they used to be. I mean, it's just hard to make decent friends now. Right. It's not like the '80s and '90s. <clears throat> People's mentality and I don't know, so much has changed. Yeah. It's like now, if you do meet somebody, you're like, oh, crap, what do they want? Or what are they up to? Are they going to rob me? Like defensive kind of thing? Yeah, you're just on guard because nowadays if somebody's nice to you, you're like, oh, okay, okay. What's go- yeah, yeah, what's, yeah, going, what's on? going down? Here, just take $5 and go. You know, because <laughs> they're going to ask for money eventually. So. It's like being genu- genuine is like bad for some reason. It's like when you see the dude walking up at a Q-Mart and you already know, just hand him a dollar and say, shut up. <laughs> Cause that's yeah, they want a dollar. Yeah, I don't so. want to see their gas jug and yeah. you know they were like, hey man, I ain't got no gas. You're like, you just know. go buy a dollar taco. <laughs> <laughs> so, with uh, with uh, everything that's going on with the pride, Jackson Pride, um, with it being so close to home now, how do you feel that that would affect Jackson? Because you know we were talking about it on the last podcast that it's almost like this is the first year they ever had it. We saw pictures of it. People were excited about it. How do you think that would affect Jackson, being that Jackson was never accepting to that kind of behavior anyway? Well, I think it was a good thing because people need to learn that not one individual is the same. And if we were all the same, thought the same, did the same thing, believed the same thing, do you know how boring this world would be? Just imagine everybody liking blue. I like blue. Okay, you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> you got blue uh, on yeah, I got blue on yeah. but, but listen, though. But, I mean, that's how I look at it. People just need to – I don't think Jackson's ready for it, but I think they can get there. But so we don't even have a gay bar here as far as – no, we don't have a gay bar here. And Memphis used to be popping, but it doesn't have as many gay bars as it used to. But that's why a lot of people are moving to, like, Nashville, um, Atlanta, and up that way. But it would be great, you know, if they did have some stuff here. Did you go to Jackson Broad? Did you were you there? No, I had to work. Would you have went? Yeah. So, but now I'm not into the whole sticker thing, because to me that goes back to. I mean, straight people don't have I'm heterosexual and proud on their car. Right. So <clears throat> I just that's just me. If anybody else does that, that's them. But my preference, I just I don't see any point. When we were when we were talking about on the last podcast, we're talking about you know the pride going on and how like Jackson, it could be kind of dangerous, kind of doing that kind of. Have you ever felt like like there was a point to where like you could be harmed? Because you know when when somebody doesn't agree, I don't think it's like that how it used to be. But like if you were different, like somebody could probably hurt you. You know, was there ever a, like ever a time that you can think of? Being openly gay, that you're like, oh dang, these people don't like me because I'm gay. Maybe well, to hurt luckily, me. most of my friends have been straight. I don't have a lot of gay friends. I've never really had to worry about that. Okay. So I've had straight friends. Like if somebody in the group did figure it out, then I'd have that friend to be like, you know, hey, you need to back off because he's my <clears> friend. <throat> so I've never had. I've even had them do it behind my back, and I didn't even, didn't even know till later. 
you know, that somebody had a problem, but they would either make them leave or they would, yeah. I'm not going to say take up for me, but they would be there to be like, dude, you know. If, if you don't accept this, then you could just go yeah, somewhere Yeah, you could just go and say, okay. he ain't here. <clears throat> Especially like at a job. I've had issues at jobs, and it's been told, you know, he's here for a check. He ain't studying. Yeah, yeah. You know, stuff like that. So, I talked to you earlier about the reason we're actually sitting down, because you were graceful enough to come in and talk to me when mm-hmm. I told you that our last interview canceled. Yeah. <clears throat> and when I told you that what was said, and I'm going to read a line here. I'm not going to read all of it because mm-hmm. I'm not going to bore everybody. But it was written. I do not feel comfortable. I do not feel comfortable being on a public platform speaking on the LGBTQ issues with people who aren't truly educated on the topic. I think that was said because you didn't clarify like you did on this one. But I don't believe that I should be educated. I believe that this is what I would have done. Well, no, you did. You didn't say it right because you're saying it right tonight. What you said the other day, you made it sound like you were only offended by same-sex couples. Yeah. But see, tonight you're making it clear it don't matter who you are, male, female, 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 guy, guy. I don't want to see you lopping up in here, grabbing on each other. I'm just, that's not for me. Right. You know, go that, home, go that, get room. That was my lack of context. But which, that person which, took which, it as you aimed it. That's fine. Yeah. I, I th- make a it, was, it was, <laughs> okay. That was my, I can take that out. <laughs> that was my lack of context because I didn't explain myself. Yes. Okay, point proven. I wasn't ready for that conversation yet, which was why I wasn't prepared to speak on mm-hmm. That was the first thing that came to my mind, and I just ran with it. My thing was, when I sit here and I'm told that they won't come in and talk to me or talk to me and Aunt, to sit down and have a conversation with us to see both sides. Well, see, they could have educated you. So they they wasted an opportunity to come face y'all and say, hey, this is what you meant. Yeah. Maybe I misunderstood or maybe you just didn't know what you're saying. So I'm here to clarify to you what I feel about it and give you a chance to correct. Well, I don't want them to correct me and I don't want to correct them. Yeah. I just want you to understand. That's it. That's what this podcast is for, for, yes. for perspective and understanding. I would have loved for him to come in and talk to me about it. But to just cancel and say I don't feel comfortable because you're not educated yeah. on the issue. To that, me, to me, that's a. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I don't care. That's a. It's a coward move. You can't disagree with somebody and not come and prove your point. Yes. So for him to say that, because when Jay told me, I was like, okay. Yeah, there was a chance to educate. Exactly. Right so and and he's not taking the opportunity and for him just to say no, I'm not coming. That's showing that look, you're probably not. You know. Yeah, you're like, not interested anyway. Or so. you don't you don't want to come hear what we have to say because what you're saying is right and yeah. what we're saying is wrong. Yeah. Because see, I'm one of those. I'll face a Christian in a heartbeat. You and know, see, I call good. myself a Christian. I've seen you face Christian, but in I will heart. face a Christian. And when you quote scriptures to me, I'm gonna pull out my Bible. You big. You know, you're fat. <laughs> and that's the thing. Gluttony. People can disagree, but still have conversations but about see, they what want the mentality going. of being right. They want you to be wrong. Exactly. And see, it, And then when you quote a scripture back to them, oh. And to, think, and to, and to, bring, <laughs> and to bring on that point, did you hear that Ellen DeGeneres was getting backlash? I don't know if you've seen it. She and was nobody getting back, should talk about her because she, she does she, so much. Exactly. And she was getting backlash because she was sitting next to George W. Bush at, uh, I think, the World Series when it was going on. Mm-hmm. And obviously, George W. Bush doesn't believe. But what she brought, she came into her uh, TV show, reality TV show, or, you know, talk show, if I want to say, and said, look, I'm not going to back down from this. He's my friend. Do mm-hmm. we have different beliefs? Yes. Yeah. But can we ha- sit down and have conversations? Absolutely. And that's where I'm just like, 
if you want to get if you want to have a have a good conversation with people that don't disagree with you take that opportunity yeah and for those who don't want to you're not you're not saying anything to me and you're just being a coward in my opinion for not bringing what you want to exactly because i mean that's how you educate somebody if you well that goes back to any situation relationship yeah. friendship or this kind of situation communication yeah. How do I know how you feel if I don't come exactly. to you or you don't come to me? I wanted, or if I, I misunderstood want, something you said, I would want to come face you and be like, okay, explain to me again what you meant by what you said. Yeah. And then that I'll would, tell you how that I would have been the con- that's the conversation that I wanted. My whole purpose, I I scheduled him a month before he was supposed to come. I did a follow up text and tried to get him to come in. You know, tried to just follow up, make sure that we're still good, right? Yeah. To see that he listened to my podcast. A day before he was supposed to come, or the day of he was supposed to come, and to tell me he wasn't coming because I wasn't educated on the topic. If I would have heard a podcast and I would have disagreed, my first, me. my first point was I'm still coming. Yeah, but we're gonna talk about this exactly. Whether you're whether you know yeah. whether you're comfortable or not, we're talking about this. Yeah. I and so when you know when we talked earlier, you were graceful enough. You're like, you know what? I'll come talk to you. Yeah. And I and I did and I do that because like you've known me for 15 years. Mm-hmm. How? You've never been disrespectful toward me. Well, I never had to because you've yeah. always shown me the same respect. Yeah. So here's here's my question. We've been friends for 15 years. I grew up in the church. You grew up in the mm-hmm. church. You are openly gay about your lifestyle. Yeah. You've been actually a very low-key person mm-hmm. on top of that. Because if I would introduce you to anybody and you never said you were gay, they would never know you were. Yeah. Well, how the first we- hour anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so how have, we managed, how have we managed to be friends <laughs> For 15 years, knowing that I don't believe I, me personally, I I disagree with it, but I still respect. We agree it. to disagree. Well, that's fine, but like, why can't people do that? Because you know I come right back at your face and just. But I, I bring it all up. But see, that's the thing, though. Have I ever like Bible no, thumped you? And I have never done the same to you. Yeah, it's because we. It's when just I like, smart mouth, it's just. It's almost know, like a yeah. we. It's almost like a. We're un, like family. We're like brothers. It's so. like an unsaid we know. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you respect me. I respect you. And like we've managed to get along for fifteen yeah. years and never had we never had a run in like this. We've mm-hmm. had this conversation a hundred times. We've only had one uh, disagreement. I think that's right after we first met. And I don't forgot that it was a. I don't know if you had to come apologize, or, and it was over something stupid. Well, what? well, bring you it remember? up. I don't remember. That's when I was staying. Well, we can't mention names in bales. Okay, what was the problem? I don't remember. It wasn't <laughs> even bad though. You were like. I don't even remember. I was mad. That's it. I'm just saying that's the only time we've ever had. I was going to say, I was mad. Some guy. No, you can say it. I'll I'll blur out the name. You got in a fight with somebody in their yard because of it. Oh, yeah. I remember Remember that. Remember they went and told everybody they beat you up. Okay. It was all that stupid stuff. You got oh, beat yeah. up? No, yeah. he did not beat <laughs> no. me up. Oh, okay. Yeah. You better, yeah, you clarify Jay, that. Jay, clarify. Said he, Jay said he was like 5-0. and oh. I wanted to make sure if he had a loss in there, I was going to go ahead and say No, it. he never beat me up. But, yeah, but then you come to me and we get all that straightened out and it was all good. So. I don't Why would I get mad at you for that? I don't know. Well, you probably said something. <laughs> you, <laughs> me you probably said something. Don't forget so. from Brown. Man, <laughs> oh, we'll tell you up, man. We're Crock County. Hey, hey. <laughs> My thing is. I used to I'm stay glad, on my I, Listen, I'm glad you came in to, to talk to me. You sat down with me. At least you came in and talked to me. Mm-hmm. I like all of my approaches is like I'm I got a I got an interview with Rifa coming up. We got an interview with uh the gender equality. I got someone coming in anyway. This person was on the board too, I think. But uh 
I still got someone coming in and talking. I got a lot of a lot of upcoming interviews with the police officer. I got so much interviews to spread more awareness about mental health. We got that interview too. Yeah, man. I can talk about that too. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. We're we're doing so much to to spread awareness, but just because we have an opinion about something doesn't mean that we yeah, should. Yeah, no do one can. They should because to me that's judging you. They're automatically assuming right off the bat that you're not educated about something instead of coming back to you and being like, okay, wait, you know, we need to talk about this. You know, what did you mean by this? Because that's what I would say. Wait a minute, you know, explain to me what you meant. Because I agree with you. I don't want to see, I don't want to see all that. I don't care, male, female, female. I don't, I don't even like watching well, two listen, dogs go at it. <clears throat> we it's started disturbing. this podcast. We're about seven episodes in. We got thousands of listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm blessed to have them. Me and Ann, we're so humble to have all these listeners, okay? We have a good following. The one thing I don't like, and the one thing I will I will always say this, I will always stand by my truth. Mm-hmm. I would always speak my mind on it, and I will not change the way I think because if you ask me in 10 years, my answer is going to be the same. you know me yeah. for 15 years. Yeah. and my stance ever changed? Yeah. Nope. But we've managed to still respect yeah. each other, and you have managed to always support me whenever exactly. I needed you, right? Exactly. And to me... Just because we have an opinion, we should not sit here and and be to get the hateful emails that I've gotten over this. I mean, wouldn't it be worse if somebody if you can't like now when we post this, how would it feel if they're like, I can't believe you interviewed that gay guy? Oh, they're I gonna do it. I don't yeah, give they, a rat's ass. And, and, and see, they might. Yeah. But like, wouldn't it? I got a pill when I get but home. Is this, I'll be right. <laughs> ain't I getting the same backlash that you would get if they it's were like doing I'm it to you? One bit, yeah. I just don't think that's fair. They just show their own ignorance. And that's the thing. Jay told me he called me when that happened. I was like, on my way. He said, like, you know, he did this, and then you know, we're getting a lot of heat. And I told him, look. It don't matter. I take hot showers. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't care. I don't care about the heat. Yeah. I'm going to stick by what I say. If nobody agrees with me, that's fine. Yeah. It's my opinion. It's not my problem. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody has But no you know how I feel now. Exactly. And, that's that, that's, I, that's, yeah, and I respect what you and feel when, like. And when he told me we were interviewed tonight, I said, look, boom, we're going. Tell my wife, let's get in the car yeah. and let's go. Now, would you say he was wanting to talk about something? Oh, we were wanting to talk about, um, before you know this goes in here, I don't want to end this without yes. saying, talking about this. When we're raising our kids a certain way, yes. How do we discuss explaining to our kids? Like Jude is old enough. I can have a conversation with him, and he'd understand. Well, I guess we need to start that out with. You have a son, right? I, yes, Trey. He will be six years old. See, and our sister's gay, but never in front of him has she ever kissed her girlfriend. So he's never really seen it. Well, I'm going to start out with how would you feel if you started getting the vibe that he was going to be that way. Because that's where this is going to start. The way the the way it goes, if I'm going to love my son regardless, <clears throat> do I, do I want to put him into a church environment to know what we believe in is what we Did believe in? Did that keep in. you from having premarital sex? Exactly. Okay, so that that's that doesn't why, matter. Point proven. That is very good point. Yes. I didn't think about that. I'm just going to show him. Look, I want him to look at me and my wife's relationship right now and be like, look, this is what love is. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. But people can love whoever. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. I'm people not saying People can love that. whoever. Yeah, okay. And I didn't know where you were going. And <laughs> and I really I don't have an answer for that, Tim. I'm gonna be the honest with you because I I can't think I can't think that far ahead. It's right the now. same way you would approach your son if he come home and said, Dad, I got her pregnant. The same way when your daughter come home and says, Dad, I'm pregnant. You would handle it the same way as your son would come home and say, Dad, I'm gay. I think I think the way we talked about it and how we approached it was, 
when when it comes to premarital sex, they start at sex education in school, right? Yeah, they don't do that to, no more. To prevent early pregnancies, you got to approach your kids this way. If I all right, say let's just say Jude says, whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna say you know what. This is what homosexuality is. This is what gay means. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you the correct terms so you don't learn the other terms. Yeah, the bad ones. The bad terms and think that that's what. Yeah. Because people are people and these people have feelings yes. regardless. How they live their sexual lifestyle is up to them. Yeah. But these are the correct terms. Yeah. This is what this is. Yeah. If you ever have any questions, come talk to me about yeah. it. You never want to put a kid in a situation where. They have to go to other people to get the information because that's where they mess up. Yeah, but when you when you raise kids in a church like the way we're raising our kids, right? To have a discussion with the kids about how the because culture. I mean, listen, did your mom have the talk about homosexuality with you? No, my parents did either. Did they talk? But to see, aunt? that's what messed me up. I wish I had that way. Say your son comes to you and says, "Dad, you know, I think I may be gay." I showed him a picture earlier where this dad cut his son's throat trying to kill him. <clears throat> Screaming, are you gay? Because he was gay. Mm. But why wouldn't you do your son the same way when he come home and said, Dad, I got my girlfriend pregnant? I mean, if you're I, basing it on <clears throat> your beliefs, agreed. why not respond the same? Why would you not cut his throat? Because certain things have been acceptable for you. Okay, this is another good example. Like a lot of these non-denominational churches which is what I go to now, they're more tolerant toward homosexuals. No, they don't agree with it, but our doors are open. You are welcome to come to our church. But it goes back to the same thing. Respect the church. Don't be in here feeling each other up. You know, you can come as a couple. That's fine. We'd rather you be out here than in some club somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, I like okay. that right there. The small town churches find, of course, you know me, I'm ready. They have an issue with that because they're saying if your God is okay with that, then we don't worship the same God. And I'm like, well, I'm confused because the same God I worship is the same God you worship when you had your legs up in the air, popping out kids and sleeping with four or five different men. So your church accepted that. They didn't kick you out. It's a little bit of a double standard when it comes to homosexuality yes. and every other sin. I'm not saying that that's not yes. true. That's absolutely true. Yes. Because you still have a teenager who's pregnant going to church, and yes. no one bats an eye. No one says anything. They're, they're more sympathetic to the yes to the situation. Yeah, I I'm not disagreeing that y'all aren't getting the worst mm-hmm. part of that treatment. I'm I not mean, saying when I can't that. even get a cake. You don't need a cake. <laughs> yes, I do. You see me? <laughs> Listen, my thing is to approach a situation when I've never had that conversation with my parents. Mm-hmm. I'm not prepared for a conversation. No, I'm, I'm willing to have it. Now, mind you, I will, I will have that conversation. Well, right when there. that time comes, just let me know, and I'll write down some more <clears> notes. Yeah. You're going to give me bullet points? Yes. No. Because I can hear you, like, I can hear you no, saying them be, as I, I read it. I be respectful, no. But Put my, a little cuss word in there. My thing yeah. is, like, my parents didn't talk to me about sex. Yeah. I just went and did it. No, they tell me about sex, but they tell me no. about sex with females, yeah, and I'm I, like. But what I'm saying is, I'm not, when my son reaches a certain age, I'm not going to know how to have that talk with him, because I never had it. Because, you know, you learn by what you've already experienced. It's called Pornhub.com. <laughs> so we're, not promo- oh, we're not promoting Pornhub.com. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not ready. I don't think I'll be ready for that sex conversation. You're probably not going to be ready for the sex conversation, I think. <clears throat> I was thinking about chicken. it early on. 
I was like thinking about it. 13 or 14. 14, yeah. But, well, you're right, because they're like, look, Snapchat. They're seeing sex stuff a lot more now. Oh. Absolutely. And that's the thing. I, I never had that conversation, and I never had the homosexual conversation. I just knew that it was wrong. I knew that having sex before marriage was wrong. I knew living with someone not married is wrong. I'm living with someone now, and I'm not married. I'm, it up. But listen to that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm no different. Yeah. My sins are no different. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, I think a lot of a lot of situations can be approached differently, and a little more, a little bit more mature. Well, leave that door open. So if either one of your sons come to you and say, "I think I'm gay," don't freak out and you're gonna get out of my house. Blah blah blah. Just, I couldn't do that to my kid. Just be like, you know, I. I'll just tell you, like my dad told me, I didn't raise you that way. But if you feel like this is the route you want to go, be careful. Protect yourself sexually. I love your dad. Yeah. And he's always been like that. Yeah. Since day one. I mean, he... my mama freaked out, but. Well, oh, my baby's <clears> going to hell. But... Yeah, but your mom was like. She's mom. She he... was worried. Yeah. yeah. Dad's so, like, by, you know. So what do you do? All right. So what advice can you give? All right. So we've already discussed everything, but like when it comes to this culture, what's the best advice you can give that you've always wanted to tell a bunch of people? Because like, I mean, we have a ton of people listening. How would you want people to approach anyone in, in the way that. Like, have you ever had a situation that you felt like, oh, man, I wish everybody approached this like this? The way the culture changed into accepting homosexuality, like, how would you want people to approach it? To, to Like, try to treat you with as much respect I as mean, possible? I mean, that's all anybody wants is to be respected. Um, to have the same rights as you do, yeah. I mean, homosexuality may be a sin, but you know, like you said, adultery is a sin, too, but no one's taking your right to do that. Right. So if you have the right to commit adultery, if you have the right to have premarital sex, if you have the right to have kids out of wedlock, if you have the right to get divorced, why don't I get the right to have a cake? And you're telling again me I can have a cake. Again with the cake. I'm trying to take that cake. What kind when of cake I get married, want? I want a cake. Is uh, it Gigi's? Yeah, that's no, I'm, that's no, we're never buying Gigi's, dude, because that no. is too expensive. I will go get you some from Walmart. You can give me some Marco's pizza, and I'll be just fine. Uh, yeah. oh, no, that's still high-end oh, pizza. Man. Right Tim, great conversation. Love, thank you yes. for coming so much, yeah. man. Thank but you so much. But just respect. That's all it boils down to. Just respect okay. me. like. Well, thank you. Well, having this conversation with you clarified a lot of stuff that mm -hmm. wasn't really clarified in the other podcast, okay. but thank you for coming in. Oh, you're welcome. I really appreciate it. No problem. All right. Uh, this will be on Apple podcast, Google podcast. This will be on Facebook under let's discuss it with Jay and Ant. Yep. Uh, subscribe, listen, rate. Thank you.